0: god's waiting room this is joel with overcome evil with good today we're going to talk about waiting and to realize that god's delays are not his denials that delays are actually by design um so let me just give you some verses to support this before i go into this psalm chapter 27 verse 14 says Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Number two, Isaiah 40:31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says, To everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven. Number four, Habakkuk uh, 2.3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at that end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So as we understand and we look at God's timing, we have to realize that God's timing is perfect and it's also purposeful. Now these are hard things to grasp. You know when you are like trying to do what God wants you to do and you're sitting there and you're waiting. That's like the when, when the time uh, it's more like a a crucible time. It's it's where the real testing begins. I mean, I've been there many times. I'm sure many of you've been there. Uh no doubt. But um what we need to do is 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 reflect on these biblical examples of delays that equal greater purposes. Think of Joseph. Think of Joseph who was thrown into a hole. His brothers put him in there. And he had a weight, and um, and then he ended up being thrown in prison because he was accused of, you know, having trying to rape uh, his uh, Potiphar's wife. And so we know that Joseph had a weight. God had given him a calling, but he's probably thinking, Lord, how am I going to carry this out while I'm sitting here in prison? That makes no sense. And And a lot of us may not end up in jail, may not end up in prison, but we're going to be on the sidelines, it feels like. Man, i I tell you what, I've been there, and I am somewhat feel like I'm there. And I remember a good friend of mine that I've talked about a lot of times, That his name is Chris. Uh, Chris helped me out a lot. Chris said this to me. uh, I told him some of my ideas and things I wanted to do in regards to helping people out. He said, God's given you a vision, Joel. But but it doesn't mean that he's given it to you for the now. He's he's so good that he's given you some foresight to what he's gonna do. But it doesn't mean that he's gonna carry that out now. Okay, so we that's why we have to understand that God has you know um, a greater purpose in 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 these delays. Okay, think of David when David was chosen king. Over Israel, he was he was young, but it wasn't until the whole, if you know the story, the whole reign of Saul had finished, and David could have ended Saul's life, which would have put him king right away. But he was patient with the Lord. Um, so we learn during the waiting time; we do learn patience, and uh, we learn to trust God. And there's, you know, the one thing that as a parent. I appreciate, you know, patience, and, and, and patience doesn't come um, as a child. It's something that is learned and is is taught through adversity and delayed gratification. This generation knows very little about, um, but it's important for our spiritual growth. But we need to we need to cultivate that patience and trust that God has a plan. Also, during this time, this is when you pray for guidance and peace during the periods of waiting. I've had all kinds of things. I had something recently that I went through, and um, you know that I'm still kind of going through it in, in, in a roundabout way. Um, but I had to trust the Lord. I had to trust Him for the next move. I had to trust Him. You know, a lot of times we have our own ideas, but we can't push that or thwart that because when it's being pushed, we know that that's not of God. If it's in a hurry, it's not of God, and um, God's not in a hurry. And um, and just when we get in a hurry, it seems like He slows things down. I'm sure each one of you, some of you are probably sitting out there thinking, God, how long? How long, Lord? How long do I have to put up with this? How long am I going to have to endure this? How long am I going to have to go without or with a job with a um you know a bad circumstance or without things that you need or you feel like you need you definitely want. But so so use this time as an opportunity for spiritual growth. Seek the Lord during these times. Because I can tell you as I seek the Lord, you you get clarity. It, it's just the way it is. I I can't you can't really quantify it. You just spend some time with God. God gives you peace. And even though there's hurt and there's pain, and I'm going through hurt and pain, um, I know that God is on the throne, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. But just to give you some idea that God is wanting us during these times, like l- l- let me just put it this way. Why don't trees when you plant them they just grow and they just grow straight up and they um, become a shade tree or they become a fruit tree right away? Well, it takes time for a root system to form and that root system is 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 forming the foundation for that tree. And a lot of people, um, you see them, they they grow up quickly and they get famous or they get a lot of money. Or they just never really grew deep in their faith. And that's why their their spiritual roots aren't strong. Um, I, I need to be that way and I need somebody that is that way. That is not just someone who is beautiful on the outside of a tree. Um, looking like they're growing some uh, fruit and but I need somebody in my life that has deep roots that has gone through some droughts and knows where to get how to hold out and, and how to um, be patient if one thing that after I went through I need someone who's patient who's who's calm, who's because of what I went through, it's like I I still suffer with like a, a PTSD and I have to calm my own self down and I have to go deep myself and I want someone and I want friends around me that desire the same. I am not interested in religion and I'm certainly not interested in a religion or a a quote-unquote religion a that, that is rooted in things that are not true. It's false. Because I can tell you this, you got trees planted by the rivers of water where they pull... Hey, listen, I was in Iraq, and I went through the deserts, and absolutely nothing but deserts as far as you can see. And all of a sudden, you come on this lush area. It's green. It looks like... Um, I don't want to say Florida or anything, but kind of tropical, but it's it, it's it's palm type trees and different other kinds of vegetation. It's very green. What was the difference between the desert and what I was looking at? Well, the Tigris and the Euphrates, and where the Tigris and Euphrates were, the the vegetation it, it was it was night and day difference. So the trees that could pull from the river thrived. But the ones that were out in the desert, they could not. So the question is, if you're pulling from a dead or a false religion, you're gonna be dried up. God's not gonna make sense. You see, a lot of times what happens when people get hurt and they get disappointed, it's because they've anchored their theology and their thinking in a God, and, and not the God of the Bible. Yes, you say, I'm not saying that they're not a Christian, What I am saying is this. There's a lot of false things out there, a lot. And I beg you, when when someone is prophesying and they get one single thing wrong, well, the Bible says they're a false prophet. And people telling you, you know, God said, God said, God said. Well, listen, the first time somebody says to me, not first time, um, when people say to me, well, God said, if they're not quoting the Bible, there's a good chance I don't believe you. And it's not because I'm mean. It's not because of that. We all have thoughts that go through our head. And when you're basically saying, thus saith the Lord, it better become absolute truth. And you know, there's a lot of times that I thought God said. And he either changed directions or um and he's wanting to see if i was faithful like he told abraham to go up and sacrifice his son well he, he knew that that wasn't ever going to happen because god's sovereign he knows the end but he was wanting to see if abraham was willing because abraham knew that isaac was a promised child that was gonna you know uh that abraham was going to be the, the the father of many nations well that only happens with a line you know of succession of of children and then grandchildren and great-grandchildren and so forth. So Abraham at that time would have thought that God would have raised him from the dead if he would have had to, you know, sacrifice him. Instead, God provided a ram caught in the thicket and uh he stopped Abraham from, you know, stabbing his own son on the on the altar and he provided a An alternative sacrifice, a substitute. And that's it's the picture of the gospel. It's exactly the picture of the gospel. You and I are in our sins, that we do deserve, you know, we deserve completely away from God because of our sin. We deserve hell. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, he was a substitute that went on our behalf and took the payment of sin. and That's the beautiful story. That's why it's called the gospel. It means the good news that Jesus died that you don't have to. Jesus paid the price so you don't have to. Religion says that you have to do things in order to earn God's favor. A relationship is accepting what God already did for you, so you're, you're trusting him. So as we, as we move on here, um, I think we need to get into some practical steps. Um, first set realistic expectations while pursuing your goals, you know, set, set your expectations low enough where you can reach them, but high enough that you have to stand on your tiptoes, right? So you have to put some effort into it. Um, and number two, uh, stay persistent and continue to work diligently. You know, as as we think about waiting and we're going through these times in God's waiting room, um, you know, when when you just sit back in the lazy chair and do nothing, I don't think that's what God means by waiting. I, I think what it means is that we 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 stay persistent and consistent. And continually work diligently on ourselves. Um, you know, becoming anything, if you become a doctor, can you imagine someone says, I just wanna be a doctor and I'm just gonna sit in my chair um, until I become a doctor, until everything, you know, makes sense to me? Well, it's the same thing with a, you know, like a, like a Christian life. Now, you don't have to do it on your own, uh, God and the Holy Spirit's gonna come alongside you and help you. But you've got to do a lot of work. You've got to read the Bible. You've got to pray. You got to do these things, not to earn favor with God, but to grow deeper with the Lord. Um, and and so, and then, and then thirdly, you know, if you need to seek support and counsel of fellow believers, do so. Um, the Bible does say, uh, blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't don't be asking people. That you know are not walking with God. I don't care if they say they're a Christian. Just because someone says they're a Christian does certainly, certainly does not mean that they are. I don't care if they're a pastor of a, a large church. Many pastors today don't know Christ. Not at all. They know about him. They can preach about him. They, they, you know, they might know the Bible a lot more than you or I. It certainly doesn't mean they know Christ because there'll be many in that day. That will say, Lord, Lord, have I not done many wonderful works in your name? Have I not cast out demons in your name? You got all these demon slayers out there today. Um, and uh they're they're not even obeying the word of God. I mean, a Christian doesn't need a demon slain out of them. <laughs> it's 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 funny and it's sad. I mean, here's what they do: they create a problem and then they become the answer. So just know that when, when you see these people that if, if, if you, if they're the answer to your deliverance all the time, they've created that problem, they've created that mindset in you and they become the answer, just like every other manipulator, like the federal government, they create problems and then they become the answer to the problem, right? This is all the same. It's all the same stuff, people. Um, and while you're going through this, maintain hope. Um, Your hope is to be in God. It's not to be in a person. It's not to be in the that the person will change. It's not in a circumstance that it's going to change. We don't put hope in things. We don't put hope in people. We put hope in God. See, there's a difference between desire. I can desire someone change. Uh, I desired change in a situation for a few years, and I desired it. Just so strongly, uh, to the point where it was destroying me, and um, and and I'm not blaming um, the individual at all, not at all. Uh, listen, um, this is this is not a a a place to point fingers at all. Um, you know who knows that people probably desired that I change, but when I start putting hope in that person. That's when you really get sick to your stomach. You know, um, deferred hope. You know, makes makes you sick. You know, and um, and so I think that what we need to do is put our only put our hope, which is our faith, not in mankind, not in a job, not in the economy, not in politics. We put our hope in God, and let's not manufacture what God says that he didn't you know I have a lot of things that I can create in my own brain and I've done it I've created I thought God was leading me in direction and maybe he was and maybe he swear. I don't know maybe it was me maybe it's the other person maybe it was a circumstance I don't know but all I do know is that each day I want to put my hope in him So hold on to the hope, knowing that God always fulfills his promises. Be careful what you think God promised you. If it's not written in the Word of God, you can question it, because it could have been something somebody told you. It could have been something that inside you thought it's because what you wanted, and we can easily create our own God voice, if you will. Um, I've done it. I have, and I'm guilty of that. Um, but you need to just find encouragement in the testimonies of other people who have also experienced God's perfect timing when you hear somebody say something that man thank God I waited because had I not waited or if I would have done this then I wouldn't I would have missed this trust him and you know when you're waiting be content and when you're content have it with a, an attitude of of gratefulness gratitude um practice practice gratitude for blessings in your life now you say Joel i can't think of anything right now yes you can you will, I, you don't have no idea how bad it is yeah, yeah i do i i mean i don't you know i've had I've been in really dark, bad places to the point of I want to take my own life. Um, But I can tell you this, there's always something to be thankful for. Always. Start counting those blessings. Um, Maintain that content heart while waiting on God's plans to unfold. Don't don't reach in and try to unfold it. It reminds me of, of of trying to hurry a butterfly. You know, when it's in a cocoon, a cocoon and it's in that metamorphic stage. And if you tear it open yourself and pull the larvae out ahead of time, it's through that wrestling and fighting out of the cocoon is what strengthens a butterfly. And a butterfly won't end up flying if you cut the process short. You'll never fly if you cut it short. Don't don't cut God's plan short. Um remember God's sovereignty remember how I told you we, we got to trust that he knows what is best he knows the end as he knew the beginning Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever so make sure you focus on the teachings that God is sovereign and it is his ability to work all things for good I, I don't care what you're gone through. I didn't say it was going to be good, but He's going to work it out for your good if you'll let Him. I promise. Well, I don't. You don't have to trust me. Trust God's word. Um, because I'm telling you, I couldn't see it in many times. I couldn't see my own hand in front of my face at times. Alone, some purpose, you know. Um, but I. But in inside, I believed it. Um and then surrender your desires to God's will, trusting that his delays have a divine purpose. So when you align your perspective with these biblical principles, that's what's important. Not your principles, not your preacher's principles, not your these craziness out there. That's why, man, it's so hard to trust any church today. I'm not trying to put doubt in people. If you got a good church, you know, then you do. There are, they are, they do exist. But I'm here to tell you that I I personally believe the majority of them, the pastors, don't know Christ alone, the congregation. Um, But. Align your perspective with biblical principles and follow a healthy approach to dealing with these delays. It's it's You're going to have them. It's how you respond to the delay is what matters. You can navigate life's uncertainties with faith, patience, and firm belief that God's delays are part of a greater design. When you do this, folks, listen, when you lean in on him, God will, hallelujah, he will come forth. And if you have gone through a toxic relationship, if you're going through one, you just got to hold on to the principles that God is good, that God will either get you through it, gotta get you out of it, God'll get you around it. God, but God's gonna deal with it. And He's gonna deal with that individual. Maybe not on this side of Earth, but more than likely, yes. But on the flip side, we we, we should so we wouldn't we shouldn't wish for revenge on those people. God God avenges, He'll take care of them. But what you need to do, what I need to do. Is simply trust him. Hand it over and believe that God will never leave us nor forsake us. He that began a good work is faithful, will be faithful to complete it. God is a finisher. When so many times it feels like we're caught in the waiting room. But one day that situation will be taken care of. I'm thinking of people out there right now, I'm thinking of somebody in particular right now went through just hell on earth. Court delays, this, that, the other. Years later, finally get everything resolved. And when that individual looks back, they'll be able to see the goodness of God throughout the whole thing. He never left this individual. He never forsook this individual. He never forsook me, even though sometimes it feels like, God, where are you? Gonna pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for the ones that are listening. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe a hundred. Um, Father, you're in control of this. And I I just turn it over to you. I pray, God, somebody right now is discouraged in the waiting room. God, I pray that, Lord, that they would lean heavy on you and your word believing you. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, God, you said that it is without faith, it's impossible to please you. If the people that are listening here, that know you, they have placed their faith in you. They're they're not placing their faith in what you can do for them. They're placing their faith in what you already did for them. And that was sending your own son down a cross, who was buried and rose again on the third day, that we might have eternal life. And so, Father, help us to live out that faith each and every day that you would be honored and you would be glorified. Heal people tonight. Heal people tonight. Heal people as they listen to this, that it wouldn't be from my words, but, Lord, that they would lean on your words. Well, thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Joel with Overcome Evil with good.